0: The NRA has cut another gun control deal, guys. We're going to go through the details here right now. Everybody hop on board. Let us know where you're watching from, guys. And then we're going to go from uh, person to person here, guys. Each of us is really pissed off because this so-called Violence Against Women Act, um, totally misnamed, guys. The NRA has... Initially had some opposition to it because of some of the features in it. But last week they cut a deal with Republican senators Joni Ernst and Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. And this thing is going forward, guys. Uh Aaron, you know, you know the two provisions that are still left in this bill. Why don't you go down with the, these provisions? Yeah, Alaska I mean they what they, they call this the Violence
1: it. Against Women Act. It should be the Violence Against Due Process Act, the Violence Against uh, innocent isn't until proven guilty act. What Nick, what this bill does, or part of what this bill does now is every single time you go to a Walmart or a gun store or a gun show and buy a firearm and you get a Nick's denial, they're going to send out a criminal report to the local jurisdiction and send law enforcement out to your house to investigate and see if you broke the law and everyone who's bought guns at a, at a gun shop, a gun store, either you or someone, you know, has got a denial because 94% of these denials are false positives. So the idea that we're going to weaponize local law enforcement now against gun owners with a horrendous database that's 94% wrong is just going to set up confrontations. I don't mean violent ones, but legal confrontations between gun owners and the system that don't have to be there at all. And the other item they're doing here is taking... Your tax dollars. This is It's always about the money with these people. It's always about the money. They're taking taxpayer money, and they're going to use that to take local law enforcement, and they're going to deputize your county prosecutors and make them part of the U.S. Attorney's Office when they prosecute these gun crimes. And local cops will be temporarily agents of the ATF to federalize your local law enforcement with federal taxpayer money to, to prosecute any alleged violation of these NICS checks or anything else that is contained in VAWA. It is disgusting. It is a complete bastardization of the idea that you're innocent until you're actually proven guilty and it's not coming from the Democrats alone. The NRA in conjunction with Senate Republicans are the ones who are doing this. They
2: do this every time. This is the way this happens every time. We don't do these deals. We don't play this game. The left comes out, and in this case, it's Republicans and Democrats who are pushing this bill. It's Dianne Feinstein. Everybody knows DiFi. It's Joni Ernst, a Republican from Iowa. It's Lisa Murkowski, a Republican. And they sit down, and the NRA goes, well, this bill's a little bit too anti-gun. And they go, well, we'll make it a tiny bit better. How does that sound? And the NRA goes, okay, we're good with that. Gun controls, fine. You know all the things that Aaron laid out a moment ago. The, the, that's all. That's all okay. You know as long as we close some boyfriend loophole, as the as the Democrats like to call it, it's bullshit. What the NRA is doing here is bullshit. What the Republicans are doing here with Joe Biden is a bunch of bullshit. And we need to stop this stuff. The NRA should be ashamed of themselves. And uh, I see people tagging congressmen right and left in the comments section over here. Hammer on them. Tell them to oppose this stupid VAWA bill. It's nonsense. And why is it that the damned NRA is
3: only ever involved in the gun control process? Where in the hell were they in 2017-18 on national reciprocity? The whole point here... And, and, and this is this is the shift of, of popular gun control in America today. They're going away from straight down congressional voted on bills and they're trying to weaponize and federalize um, the entire state and local law enforcement communities across America. They can't get this stuff done through Congress, so they can't get the regular people to enforce it. So they're going to to to, to top down Joe Biden style orders. And, um, and they want to get local law enforcement used uh, to, the, to the process of enforcing federal gun control. It's bullshit. The NRA should not have any part in it. They should not be sitting down and negotiating in this process. And they should say, hell no, across the board. This is not coming from the base. It's not coming from the grassroots base. People like Joni Phony Joni Ernst, the total sham from Iowa, She's not hearing from gun owners in Iowa. They're not demanding this bill. It's not us. It's not you. It's not any of the Republican base. This is her sitting down and and people like Murkowski sitting down saying, you know what? We think we know better than everybody else. And because we just decide we're going to do it, we're going to do it.
0: And and, and and... F the gun owners. Chris, there's a very important question I'm going to throw out to all of us here, and any of y'all can answer it. But first, I see a lot of people pissed off at the NRA. This is like a multi-year thing now. Guys, if you're pissed off at the NRA, join up with an organization like us. You're talking to us. You're hearing from us. You're seeing us on Capitol Hill. We're in state capitals across the country It's fast, simple, easy, safe, and secure. Join up at joinafa.org, guys. Joinafa.org. If you are pissed off at the NRA, if you're pissed off at the three-letter gun groups who do nothing for you except put out flashy this and that, join up at the American Firearms Association today. when you join up guys you also get your t-shirt and decal now the the incredibly important question that I am about to ask is if I'm a gun owner okay let's say I'm in Valdosta Georgia or I'm uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa or wherever the heck you guys anybody is all over the country, Ohio ask yourself this why and I'm asking the guys on this show why would the NRA cut a deal? When it is a 50/50 Senate it takes 60 votes to pass in effect they're giving Chuck Schumer a win if they can pass this bill I'm throwing this out there why I'm, a, I'm an average gun owner has no idea about what's going on politically in in the Capitol behind the scenes why would a why would the NRA cut a gun control deal anybody I'm just throwing that out there
3: well I, I'm gonna take a stab at it um, the uh, <laughs> well you no know, it's, I don't really wanna to have to go there, but I'm gonna do it. Um, right now, Republicans should, should be sitting back and blaming absolutely 100% of everything that is bad with our culture on the Democrats. There is no plausible excuse right now for anything, uh, for, for any kind of a compromise with the Democrats in light of the coming 2022 elections. They should be sitting back right now and absolutely castigating and attacking the left, attacking the Democrats all the way across the board. So the only plausible reason I can see right now for the NRA to come in and try to broker this kind of a deal is a total betrayal of everything they've ever said that they stand for. There's no other alternative
1: here. Well, the whole whole question presumes that this is something that's really new. And unfortunately for everybody watching this video right now, this has been going on for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades. And, decades. and that's why we're finally kind of getting to the point now, there's not much more uh, that they can do without the whole gun owners community realizing what a bunch of corrupt SOBs these guys are. It's just everything from the 1934 gun control bills to the 1964 uh, National Firearms Act, all of the Brady stuff back in the nineties, the fixed Nick stuff from 2018, red flag gun seizures, Every single time they were counted on, every single time uh, they stabbed us in the back. It just happens over and over and over. And so the the idea that, that there's any gun owners left, I think for the most, most part, the ones that are still backing this corrupt, fraudulent organization are older people who've been doing it for decades and decades and decades themselves, and it's in their DNA now. It's just who they are. But thankfully, the word's getting out for most gun owners – They now see what a scam this is, but that doesn't mean that that's not going to be a very hard fight now in Congress, because all the rhinos in the Senate are going to stand up there and say, well, the NRA supports it. And here we go again. We're going to lose more of our freedoms. We're going to see more of our gun rights disappear. And it's going to be pushed by, as always, um, directly indirectly by the NRA, this disgusting behavior. Well,
2: I I think, I mean, the NRA in many ways is, is, you know, people are asking, I thought the NRA was dead a long time ago. Why are they still around? The NRA doesn't speak for me. We're seeing this all over in the comments section. I think the reality is the NRA is just kind of running on its old name, right? America's oldest civil rights organization. It's more of a name thing than actually having like millions of gun owners who support the organization. We know that they're dying or virtually dead. And I want to, I want to just help everybody remember this. It was in 20, was it 2018, 2019? It was the NRA. It was Chris Cox, who was their director at that time. He was standing up doing videos similar to this, but to Congress, calling on Congress to pass national red flag gun confiscation laws. He was demanding Congress do this under President Trump. And So the NRA went to President Trump and said, the gun owners want this, the grassroots support this, Democrats, the gun control organizations, they all want this, Mr. President, you should pass a red flag law. Well, then President Trump came out and said, well, maybe we should be looking at these red flag laws because... For all he knew, the NRA was sitting there. Wayne LaPierre and Chris Cox were standing there telling him that gun owners supported this gun control. It was the American Firearms Association who hammered on them at that time. It was this organization. We delivered well over 100,000 petitions in person to the White House. We had meetings with President Trump's domestic policy staff in the west wing we talked to these people and said gun owners don't want red flag laws the nra is lying to you and they killed it they killed red flags at that time we need to do the same thing right here with the so-called VAWA, the violence against women act this is another sellout bs uh scam and scheme by the nra selling us out and uh, we stopped them once before we can do it again but you guys we need you on our side on this when you've signed your petition go to joinafa.org become a member we were much smaller a few years ago we're much much bigger now we have far more gun owners are fighting alongside us pushing on these issues fighting back against this compromise against Joe Biden against the rhinos and uh hey get on board like like uh like patrick said we're here we're doing this
0: yeah, guys, hop on board at joinafa.org. A bunch of y'all are heading over there right now. Joinafa.org. Become a member today. We've got Richard. We've got Joseph, Willard, David, Gary, Eric, John, Anthony coming on board, guys. Um, I'm going to take a stab at it. I think that these Republicans in Washington, D.C., and the NRA, um, you know, j- just to give you a little bit of the background, guys. You know, yeah, I, I think I told y'all last week as chief of staff for Congresswoman Green, arguably, well, there's no argument. She's probably the most conservative, definitely most conservative uh, or most sure. pro gun congresswoman on Capitol Hill. Um, you don't see the NRA much with the actual pro gun people. But over on the Senate side, things can be a little bit different, right? So um, they are the establishment gun group, if you want to even call them that. There's a political operation, right? Mitch McConnell and all these people. This deal would not have happened without the support of Mitch McConnell. Okay, right, Mitch McConnell for Kentucky. If you if you can't stand Mitch McConnell and you think he's a big weenie, then you know let us know down in the comments. I think that's what the grassroots thinks, guys. But um, this was some sort of deal that Mitch McConnell, some calculation uh, that that he made that this is going to make Republicans look good. Or, you know, we can't oppose violence against women, which this is what the left does to us, right? Guys, they name they name bills, this crap, and then you know, how can you how can you be opposed to that? Well, you throw in people like Lisa Murkowski, you throw in people like Joni Ernst, you throw in people like Susan Collins and Pat Toomey, and who else, some of the other big rhinos up there in DC, and they go to Mitch and Mitch says, you know what, this is a good deal, it's a good talking point for us, and then gun owners get screwed. And so I think that's really, honestly, what it's all about, guys. Um, it's outrageous. It's ridiculous to give Diane Feinstein a win. Um, cocaine Mitch needs to go. There's Cooter Brown. Absolutely. Um, it, it's just it, it's stab in the back. Uh, and I think Aaron or somebody mentioned earlier, this Joni Ernst from Iowa. If you're in Iowa, like, I'm sorry, man. I mean, she's just well, she's, uh, bad well, stuff. Look, Joni was no real help in the Iowa Senate for
1: the time she was there. <clears throat> and as Chris was saying a few minutes ago, Why in heaven's name are we talking about a gun control bill in February of 2022 when the elections are about eight or nine months away and everybody knows, quote unquote, everyone knows, right? There's a strong chance that one or maybe both of these chambers of Congress are going to flip. Why in heaven's name are we making deals right now with Dianne Feinstein and Joe Biden when we could wait a couple more months, get the the chamber back and pass actual, I don't know pro-gun legislation it is this kind of stupidity it's not stupidity this is this kind of betrayal from people like Joni Ernst that has led us to where we are I think the other big thing here is that that they're also counting on a lot of gun owners to say well this doesn't this doesn't impact me and this has been the NRA's shtick you know for a long time well most guys don't care about bump stocks or most guys don't care about you know, federal databases or mental health databases. Most folks don't care about a simple waiting period. Most folks don't care about a red flag gun seizure law. It's, it's, it's the same crap over and over and over. And we've heard this from gun owners now. We have to kind of condition ourselves to realize that this is not really about any one thing. It's not it's not about this item, that item, this right, this freedom. It is We don't make deals with these gun-grabbing bastards ever. And for some reason... That has not made it into Joni Ernst's head yet or Senate Republicans or the National Rifle Association.
2: I mean, you have to be a real sleep. I mean, in many ways, politics is about pressure, right? Politicians, they don't ever want to do anything. It's never been easier, ever been easier for a Republican to not support gun control than right now right. under Joe Biden. If you're supporting gun control now, you have to be the slimiest POS that ever held office. If you're a Republican supporting it now, um, you have to be a real a real piece of work. And that's what these people are. But nobody's yeah. calling them out except for the American Firearms Association. These people get a free pass by the NRA because uh, they're Republicans. Hell, the NRA is giving Dianne Feinstein a pass and yeah. Dick Durbin a pass. These people all get a pass on this gun control bill. Can you imagine? Can you imagine sitting down in a room with that old Feinstein? Ah! I just want to take your guns away, and going. You know what? You're good, Diefy. You're good to go, Diane. Hey, we'll sign off on this bill. You, you got it.
0: I, I, I can't even. It, it blows my mind. Well, go back to, um, go back to 2013. Sorry, Chris. Somebody I butted in on there. Um, go back to 2013, 2012. We had Sandy Hook, right? We had this massive showdown battle over gun control in 2013. Um, NRA, Alan Gottlieb. with uh, what's his organization, Second Amendment Foundation. He's on video, guys. Can we pull that? I'll try to pull that video. Second Amendment Foundation, Alan Gottlieb. They tried to cut a deal. Okay, they tried to cut a deal with Joe Manchin, who conservatives love to praise now. I mean, yeah, maybe he should get some praise. He's just a power player right now, guys, because it's 50-50. Like, wake up. That's what this is all about. He's still a liberal. Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania, who... Thank the Lord is leaving. The question is: Are we going to get somebody better or worse? Probably worse, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Doctor um, Oz. Maybe Doctor Oz, yeah, Doctor Oz, <laughs> the, the, the champion of gun owners. Um, yeah. But they, the, the Fire uh, Second Amendment Foundation, the NRA, they tried to cut a deal um, with the Toomey Mansion expanded federal background check bill back in 2013. Chuck Grassley was in on some of these amendments, yes, guys. Yes. Uh, and Ted Cruz yep. was in on some of these amendments. Remember, remember, Cruz Grassley amendment or Grassley yep. Cruz? Oh, they still talk um, about it. Yeah, they still talk about it. Right? He
1: brought it up in judiciary just like two months ago how he still yeah. wants to see action on that on that bull crap.
0: Yeah, and, and can you imagine? So yes, or today we've got. I'm just, this is factual, that the anniversary of Parkland, Joe Biden's talking gun control this morning, got David Hogg. So we always have, seem to have these instances, right? These high profile shootings, Sandy Hook, Parkland, we had them in Ohio and Texas a couple of years ago. And, and the left always uses them. But in retrospect, we look back nine years now in 2013, there is no reason whatsoever for the NRA or Second Amendment Foundation to be cutting deals on gun control because it would get us nothing. It literally would get us nothing, but we would lose more of our rights. Well, and, it's, it's, um, it's, I, yeah, go ahead, Chris.
3: They are, they are literally living up to their NRA uh, moniker negotiating rights away. They're always I mean, you know, we've been in in state legislatures before where the NRA lobbyists sits down and and they're they're all dressed to the nines there. They look like they haven't put their finger on a trigger and pressed it in decades, if they ever have in their life. Contract lobbyists. Exactly. They're contract lobbyists. So when these people go in to these backroom offices in D.C. and all these legislative hallways and stuff like that, they don't sit down and they don't think of the Chris Lade laws or the Tim Schooners or those people, when they go into those meetings, they're not thinking about them. They are there as a political power broker and they get off on negotiating on these deals. When have they ever, and I mean, when have they ever mobilized and galvanized their membership like we have in order to push gun legislation at the very best, the best that you could possibly ever hope to get for, out of the NRA, especially in like a state legislature, is an email, one, in support of the legislation that we've already done all the work for. Did they marshal their troops and mobilize the NRA army across America for national reciprocity when we had the chance to pass legislation? No. No, they much prefer their backroom negotiating techniques of destroying our gun rights than they do mobilizing and utilizing the people who so damn well just want to be used the way they need to be to defend their freedoms. The people, their membership want to be used properly. Yes. They never do. They stab them in the freaking back.
2: And this is why we land where we have so many times is where we are now. And that's the reason you need to join. AFA. I, I want to draw just a quick picture here for everybody. I live in Minnesota. I work uh, a lot with Minnesota gun rights, been here about 10 years. Uh, over the course of that time, we have gone acid bath on more politicians. <laughs> I mean, it's a good term acid bath. And we have locked down this state run by Democrats and a tiny few Republicans. We have locked it down so hard that nobody even breathes about gun control anymore. Everybody knows that just the mere presence of Minnesota gun rights and the American Firearms Association in the state of Minnesota means that if they so much as breathe about gun control, we're going to destroy them at election time and make sure everybody knows what they did. We're going to make sure everybody knows. And so gun control in many ways in Minnesota is is on hold in a major way. That is what we're doing right now with the American Firearms Association. See, right now in DC, you have the NRA sitting there supporting gun control, and many of these congressmen and U.S. senators are looking around going, well, the NRA agrees with this, so I guess we can go ahead and pass it. We need to get the American Firearms Association up to size the same way we've done in states like Minnesota and Ohio and Iowa and many other places to where when the conversation happens about the second amendment, when the deals are being struck in DC politicians and the NRA and the rest of these people have to reckon with the fact that the American firearms association is out there, this 800 pound gorilla who's going to go after anybody like Lisa Murkowski, like Joni Ernst, like anybody else who would breathe about this gun control. You're going to get it from us at election time and That is the plan. That is how we stop these people. Again, the NRA is dying. They're dying. They should die. It's good for the cause. Join the American Firearms Association at joinafa.org. Get this up to the size it needs to be so that these people can't touch the Second Amendment.
0: That's how this works. And, and, And I saw somebody comment like, no way. There's no way they could do this. I'm going to read you the article right here guys and and yeah. if you can't discern from it what it's saying we'll discern it we'll explain it for you okay so I'm going to read it to you the deal came so the deal on the so-called violence against women act we don't have a bill number yet otherwise we would give it to you it passed the house Here's what's going to happen if it passes the House and goes to the Senate and it passes the Senate, there'll ultimately be some sort of conference between the House and the Senate where they figure out even worse stuff, probably. But the article says the deal came after a controversial provision was dropped from the legislation that dealt with whether unmarried partners could keep guns if they were found guilty of violence against a dating partner. The NRA was opposed to closing the so-called boyfriend loophole and it threatened to crater GOP support for the bill. Boom. Game over. End of story. The NRA said, yeah. take that boyfriend loophole out and leave the other gun control in. Asked about why the provision was dropped, Senator Joni Ernst of Iowa told CNN, quote, otherwise it doesn't get done. It's two paragraphs in a row that tells you the NRA lobbyists were sitting in a room yes. with Chuck Schumer, whoever the heck, uh, uh, Diane Feinstein, all Dick, Dick Turbin Durbin. And, and they were cutting a deal. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, a Democrat from Illinois, said that it was a, quote, tough choice to agree to drop the provision that would have closed the firearm loophole, which Democrats and gun reform advocates have so powerfully championed in recent years. It needs 60 votes. And in order to get anywhere near 60, that provision became controversial. And we had to measure the remainder of the bill against that provision. It's a tough choice. We made a choice we thought was right. If you don't understand that, here it is. The NRA cut a deal, and they said, take that out, and we'll support this part. Guys, that is betrayal. I think Aaron said it earlier. It's outrageous. Drop your NRA membership if you still are a membership, guys, and I'm just going to be straight with you. Come on over to the American Firearms Association. Join AFA.org. Join AFA.org. When you join today, you're going to get your T-shirt. You're going to get your membership decal. The NRA has screwed you once again, and it is now our job to fire up the base, fire up the grassroots, and try to kill this bill and keep it off of Joe Biden's well, desk for, and give him a gun control win. I think
1: for some people it can be hard sometimes to like rationalize or visualize back rooms in, in the heart building in Washington DC mm. and where do these, what do these things happen? And where's the lobbyist, you know, with the, with the hundred dollar steak dinner, having these conversations, look guys, it's mm. the same thing in state capitals all across the country. You don't have to just look to Washington DC to watch a knife being plunged into your back. We were testifying in committee in Missouri just last week on standard ground law. The NRA was nowhere to be seen when we were testifying in uh, Georgia, When I was there on constitutional carry for Georgia gun owners, the NRA lobbyist was not present. When we're working to advance uh, SEPA legislation right now in Iowa, the NRA affiliate's been opposed to the bill, as has the NRA ever since last summer. In Wyoming, we're pushing on SEPA where session begins today. The NRA won't even set foot in the state capitol, let alone fight for SEPA legislation, I'm sure. Chris and Ben, and all of us here could give more and more examples. These are all examples from the last two weeks. I mean, this is real time. They're never there when you think they're there to fight for you. They're never there. And when they are there, they're offering these horrific compromises, as we saw here on VAWA, the same crap at the state level.
3: I would say even even worse than that, like they're doing in Ohio and in Pennsylvania, they're sitting. I mean, they're sitting down with the SEPA bill sponsors. These are these bills that were introducing that would destroy Joe Biden's gun control by preventing federal takeover of state and local law enforcement. They are sitting down with the bill sponsors themselves, with people from like the Attorney General's office, and lying to them outright, lying to them and saying that the bill won't pass constitutional muster and it's a bunch of bullshit because everybody knows this 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 uh, anti-commandeering doctrine is very old SCOTA's tested and a hundred percent um able to withstand court scrutiny they're deliberately lying about these bills directly to these legislators and sabotaging ohioans and pennsylvanians and all these other different states um, they're, they're, they're sabotaging their members in those, in those states and their ability to fight back against federal, these federal gun control bills.
2: Right. Well, so I see there's at least one person in the comment section saying, we all need to get along. We all need to work together. You know, the NRA has been here forever, stuff like that. You, you to, to, to that guy, Mike, I think his name was, you're not listening very well. Okay. The problem here is that the NRA, you're saying they're so big. They're so, they've been around so long. The NRA has the ability or had the ability or whatever to sit here just now in that room with Diane Feinstein, Dick Durbin, and Lisa Murkowski and all these people and say, no, no to this bill. No, we're not going to let you take out a little bit and let you, no. The answer is no, 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 no. And maybe they could have killed the bill entirely. That is what gun owners need. It's what the second amendment movement needs. Okay. But if they're not willing to do that, then they are enemies of organizations and gun owners across the country who are trying to do that. See, because when the conversation happens and they say, Well, now hold on a minute here, NRA. You're saying we can pass this gun control bill, but the American Firearms Association is saying don't. Then it becomes this fight like this, where the NRA assures the politicians that they've got their back, they'll cover for them, and they'll do whatever they can to sideline AFA, and the work we're trying to do to stop the gun control. If they're not on board with a no compromise message, they can only hurt the Second Amendment. Like Chris was just saying, they are sabotaging our pro-gun bills. In Minnesota, many other places, they're giving PAC money and endorsements to radical leftist Democrats who are voting against our Second Amendment rights. They're lobbying in favor of gun control. There's no point here where we can just go along to get along. We're all buddies. We're all friends. We're all, you know, we're just another gun gun organization doing the same thing. It's not the same thing. These people need to get out of the way so that we can successfully kill this gun control. So go to joinafa.org. I see some people who are saying afa.org. It's not AFA. It's joinafa.org become a member of the American Firearms Association. Uh, The NRA needs to step out of the way so we can stop this gun control if they refuse to lift a finger uh, to stop it. Instead, they're helping it pass, and that's just,
1: that's unforgivable. It's unforgivable. I just want to answer (laughs) one quick question here from Mike before you go off here. Patrick, Uh, Mike is saying, came in your conversation late, what did they leave in the bill? This is really important for those who got on here in the last couple of moments. The short version is that after removing portions of the gun control in VAWA, what they're doing with this is the Violence Against Women Act. Just to be clear, in what we're talking about here, they have left in their language that every time a gun owner fails a NICS check at a gun store, mm. gun show, gun shop, whatever, a local report is going to be sent. A report going to be sent to local law enforcement with a it's a criminal incident report, effectively to local law enforcement, <clears> saying, "Hey, go out there and investigate." Uh, let me see here. Mike Stevens, he failed his NICS check. Probably a criminal. Here's where it happened date, time, etc. This is now a criminal investigation. And again, as we've said till we're blue in the face, ninety-four percent of Nick's failures are false positives. 94%. Everyone in DC knows it, everyone in the ATF knows it. Everyone in NRA knows it, but no one says a word now when they're going to send out officers to your door to investigate this crime when we all know that it's almost always, almost always BS. And the second one, perhaps even worse, is the issue of federalizing local law enforcement, especially today with yeah. Joe Biden in the White House, yes. keeping a large, broad separation between the federal government, this all-powerful, all all-totalitarian, all all-evil, all-dictatorship-level federal government we have, keeping them away from our state and local authorities is critical. That's why we're pushing SEPA. What this bill would do is allow them to take federal money, our money, our taxpayer dollars, and effectively bribe local law enforcement, making local cops temporary ATF agents and local prosecutors temporary members of the local AUSA office, the attorney's office, to prosecute violations of SEPA. That way, nobody cares what it costs. That way, the local police chief doesn't have to care. He's not paying for it. What does he care? The whole idea is to take away the local, common-sense, constitutional, in some cases, mindset of local law enforcement and remove all that by federalizing them and get them all hooked on that federal money. It is gun control, pure and simple, and it's all being done, again, by the NRA and Senate Republicans in Washington, D.C. And if you think that there's no
3: direct connection between What's going on here with this fake ass uh, violence against women act and the and, and the, the the implementation of the federalization of state and local law enforcement and, and uh, a direct connection between that and like Joe Biden's executive orders uh, conditioning uh, police entities and organizations to being used to going out and uh, doing the bidding of federal government. You're dreaming you're dreaming. These people are all working together behind the scenes. Uh these bills go hand in hand and they're doing this very deliberately. And and you know, look, we've been we've been seeing this now in all these different states where we are actively pursuing and passing the second amendment preservation act language, we are seeing these police of chiefs and these these uh, law enforcement associations step up and say, "No, no, 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 no. We don't want these bills that would you know, ensure our state rights, uh, they would, that would stop federal gun control in the state. We depend on federal government for these lucrative, um, contracts uh, w- contract task forces. that yeah, task forces that, that dump massive amounts mm. of federal money into us, into, into our departments. It's the same with the violence against women act. I guarantee that there will be money that comes along with this stuff that will buy the silence. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of the political law enforcement organizations, we have them in Pennsylvania, the Associations of Chiefs of Police, we have them in Ohio, the Fraternal Order of Police. These people all use their badges as a, a, in order to try to crush our constitutional freedoms.
1: That's another area where the NRA has it. It's another place where the NRA has been totally MIA from the fight. They always sit back and defer to and are afraid to ever talk anything about law enforcement's active work against our gun rights in D.C. and in state capital. I was testifying in committee for my first time on Zoom literally an hour ago, two hours ago, in the South Dakota legislature. And it's the same stuff there. NRA is not there. Law enforcement is all there. They're all attacking our rights and here's the AFA, and we're sitting there saying, look, we back the blue as long as you back the Constitution. That's it. We don't give carte blanche to your profession the same way we don't give carte blanche to politicians. You have to earn the right. And I'm sorry, but you know maybe there's a generation where we had to give them all loyalty without having to question anything, but these days, law enforcement... They're political handlers. They're political appointed department heads. They are more in bed with making money, as you said, Chris, from being a part of joint federal task force work than they are trying to actually uphold the Constitution locally. If the NRA would have the guts, the moxie stand there and say, guys, come on, why are you betraying your oath of office? Why are you being such an embarrassment to the legacy of the history of your of your profession? Maybe they wouldn't do it, but NRA was a no-show again and again and again. And this is the problem that we're talking about here.
0: Guys, I was looking through some of our new members. Awesome to have everybody on board. I'm gonna read some names here in just a second. I I don't know if you mentioned this and we were kind of joking about it earlier. The days of Andy Griffith and Barney Fife, you know, knocking on your door to to bring your cat home with a with a little thing of milk or something for it are over. You know, there's always that guy that we know. Doesn't mean we're we, we love police, right? I mean, uh, but it's well, just, let, let's, you let's said just something be, about the
3: MRAP, right? Let's be very clear here. We support yeah. and back the blue as long as they back the Constitution. Right.
1: The moment That's that they start
3: enforcing unconstitutional gun control laws, it's a far different environment then. It's no longer just this blind allegiance uh, to any anybody. We We love our freedoms and our constitutional freedoms more than anything else. Um, more than any other alliances. So un, until if that line is broken, you know,
0: then then it's a whole new ball game. Absolutely. Guys, new members to the American Firearms Association are coming in right now. If you're not yet a member, join up at joinafa.org. This is a little segment of the show we call roll call. And we're going to read off some of the names and hometowns of the new members. Guys, we've got Jason from Foley, Minnesota, is a new member. Thanks, Jason. Glad to have you on board. Richard in Hernando Beach, Florida, has just come on board. Thank you, Richard. Tiffany in Fairfield, Ohio, is a new member of the American Firearms Association. Charles in Westfield, Pennsylvania, is a new member of AFA. Sean, Mm -hmm from Kuna, Idaho is in. Hey Sean, glad to have you on board. Scott in Marysville, Ohio is in. Mark in Pinyon, New York. And yeah. heard of it. And yeah. I Pinyan. was out there
1: just very 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 recently.
0: Cool. Brandon in Brant Lake, New York. The New Yorker's coming on. Uh, Walter in Clifton, New Jersey. Guys, these are new members of the American Firearms Association at joinafa.org. Sam in Clinton, Pennsylvania is in. Diane in Kent, Ohio. George in Wyoming, Minnesota. I can keep going. Jeff in Greenville, Ohio. It just goes on and on and on and on, guys. Join up nice. at joinafa.org. Become a member today. Get your T-shirt, membership decal. We are discussing the NRA selling you out on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. on the so-called Violence Against Women Act. Um, they allowed two at least two anti-gun provisions to be left in this bill we are expecting this bill to come before the Senate or discussion to happen uh, any day now, probably by the end of the month, guys, senators, uh, Republican senators, Joni Ernst of Iowa and Lisa Murkowski, if you're on our email list, you saw them standing shoulder to shoulder with anti-gun, just absolute anti-gun nutbag, Diane Feinstein, they cut a deal and the NRA. They were in the room, guys. I mean, there's nothing more to be said there. They were in the room. If you're sick and tired of it, get on the horn, call your senators, tell them to oppose. um, And also hop on board as a member of the American Firearms Association at joinafa.org. If you missed any of the show today, guys, we are going to wrap it up here. Um, Go back and watch it if you get a chance. Um, guys, you got anything else? Any, any good I wanna, points? I want to mention
1: one thing here. Ryan Graham okay. says, who are the Republican traders on this bill again? Ryan, mm. we want to be very clear on this right now. It's just phony Joni Ernst out of my home state of Iowa and Lisa Markowski from Alaska. But there's the ones who are going to intro the bill, right? They're just right. going to be the ones who are joining with Diane Feinstein and Dick Durbin to intro the bill. We could very likely see a dozen, two dozen, maybe even more Republican, your Mitt Romney, Rhino backstabbing trader class being on board with this compromise. And that's why your action is so important because they're gauging the response from gun owners. And if they sit there and if, if, if NRA has the final word and they say, oh, you know what? No one cares. The grassroots, they're stupid. They're not paying attention. If they did, they don't really understand what's going on. They don't care. It's okay. You can ignore them. If that if that philosophy if that mentality spreads in Washington D.C., you're going to see more and more and more Senate Republicans join onto this bill. So your action is important. Make sure you sign your petition. Become a member of AFA today because this is the the, the real fight that we're engaged in these days. Now is we have the NRA on one side, we have the radical left on the other side, and it, it, all we can have in between here is grassroots pressure to hammer back against. These betrayals. We got to really fight hard. I love it. Uh, I'm going to read a couple more names here. People are joining at record pace right
2: now. If you want us to read your name off live here on camera, we have hundreds of people watching right now and more will watch later. Uh, join up today at joinafa.org. The Reverend Dr. William, I'll leave his last name out Reverend Dr. William <laughs> from Neosho, Missouri, nice. has uh, become a member of the American Firearms Association. We have John. In Eli, Minnesota, we have David, who just joined uh, from – where are we at? Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Got a sister out there. It's a beautiful place. Uh, We have Jared became a member uh, from Wellington, Kansas. Checking in from – looks like all 50 states here. It's ridiculous. We have Danny checking in and becoming a member from Molina, Georgia. Uh, The list is going on. We have Thomas. Thomas just became a member from – uh new hampshire i don't see i don't see a a city on there but he just joined up in live free or die it's true and we have jack just became a member in uh in lake havasaw city arizona so let us know guys join up with the american firearms association today i know there's some people on here there's at least a couple of people who aren't so sure about how things are going here. Uh, William wants to know if, if LaPierre is still in the NRA. Absolutely. Wayne LaPierre still has an absolute death grip on the NRA. Uh, and uh, And Angie, a few minutes ago, made a wonderful statement. You know, she just said, She says, I got tired of providing unnecessary funding for Wayne LaPierre's closets full of thousand dollar suits and providing lavish vacations and lifestyles for him and his board of directors. They even had the nerve to hang up on me, a longtime supporter, when I called them to ask uh, to, to find out what was going on to hell with the NRA. Uh, that's the reality here is these people are neck deep in lawsuits in corruption lawsuits right now yeah, um yeah Wayne, Wayne LaPierre is still bringing in as much money into his own pocket as he always has uh at, we assume six million dollars a year uh that is not the American firearms association we fight like hell we've we've been doing this for many many years not just with with Afa a couple of folks in the comments were asking if If we are the same as Minnesota gun rights or Ohio gun owners or Georgia gun owners, uh, the American Firearms Association is is uh, is the parent organization. I guess that's not quite the way to say it, because what we are is a confederacy of Second Amendment organizations in states all across the country. 10, 12, 15 states and more have joined together. What's that, Chris? bottom up instead yeah, of bottom top up. down. Not, there's all sorts of national organizations who are an inch thick and a mile wide, not really effective at a damn thing. Here at the American Firearms Association, we are, we are an ocean deep in all of these different states, many more to come, and we have joined to become the American Firearms Association. So we are a bottom up organization, becoming a member of AFA. If you're a member of uh, I know somebody was asking about Ohio specifically. If you're a member of Ohio gun owners, you want to join the American Firearms Association. We're also fighting in Ohio, but you're helping the fight in other states across the country. You're helping the fight in D.C. You're helping stop the Violence Against Women Act, this fake, this fake pro-woman bill. It's a gun control bill. Uh, you're helping stop the NRA from selling us out. And uh, that's what this is all about here, preserving our Second Amendment rights. So I just want to go
3: ahead. I'll take it for just a second. I just want to like put that into a perspective for you. We'll take Ohio for example. If you're a member of Ohio gun owners, um, Ohio gun owners fights like rabid dogs for you at the Ohio State House, and we punch up quite a bit to the federal level. But um, to to kind of shift focus over to the American Firearms Association. We definitely are encouraging you and in in all the states, quite frankly, to join with the AFA because as we look forward to 2022 or 2023, uh, if the Republicans have control of Congress, we are not going to be content with the status quo from 2017 and 2018. If Republicans control, for example, the Judiciary Committee, AFA is going to be front and center putting pressure on people like Jim Jordan to make sure that they are using the power of the judiciary to put these ATF yeah. bastards on the freaking stand and impeach their asses. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. And so AFA is going to be the powerhouse affiliate of this, of all these state organizations, And we're going to go after them just as dog on bone at the federal level as we do at the state level. And that's why we're asking you all to join with the American Firearms Association. We don't think 10 years ago. We're thinking about 10 years from now, 20 years from now. And we're definitely thinking about what's going to happen after these 2022 midterm elections are over. And if we have Republican majorities, we would love to have your support.
2: Well, the the when when Republicans had control the last time, the NRA didn't push for national reciprocity or anything else. They told President Trump to pass red flag gun confiscations. That's what the NRA did with the last GOP majorities that we had. So Chris is making a hundred the, the exact point. When the Republicans take back control, the NRA will once again be looking to do a deal on gun control to placate the left. They will once again be pushing the Republicans to pass some form of gun control. They supported the bump stock. Or
3: they they will simply let the Republicans take their feet off the gas. And if Republicans get the majority, we need to put our boots on their necks and take our freedoms
2: back. That's what needs to happen. Letting Republicans take their foot off the gas is the least they will do. That, right. That's best case right. scenario is mm-hmm. the NRA decides not to push any pro-gun bills until we lose Congress and get uh, and get Democrat control again. That's best case scenario. But what is probably very likely is another push for gun control. And people like Fred right now uh, for, uh, just joined the American Firearms Association from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Fred understands that. That's why he just joined. Wayne just joined from Athens, New York. Thank you, Wayne. Clyde, uh, I, I see he was tagging you, Chris. Maybe he's a friend. Lancaster, Ohio. So we got a cup Battle of the Lancasters mm-hmm. right now. Uh That's right. Harry.
3: Both great places.
2: Yeah. Harry from Sydney, Ohio, just became a member. And uh we have Eugene uh from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, mm. uh just just joined as well. You right guys understand what this fight is all about. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining. Um can't thank you enough, to be totally honest. We have to defeat these gun control bills. We have to stop Joe Biden. Democrats are in charge. There's not a damn reason that we should be voting on gun control and for to have Republicans supporting gun control. There's no reason for the NRA to, to, be, be, to be supporting gun control. So, yeah there's,
3: now, there's, there's, yeah, there's no reason for people like Joni Ernst to be sitting down with Dick Durbin, Dianne Feinstein, and Chuck Schumer and negotiating our rights away right now when all she very well may likely have to do is simply wait until the 2022 20, midterms are over, the Democrats are not in control, and she doesn't have to negotiate with the Democrats at all. So. Um. Anyway. All right, guys, that's I, what we
1: have time for today. Get involved in this, guys. There's a lot going on at the state level, a lot going on right now in Washington, D.C. AFA is fighting at these levels all across the country right now. There's a lot going on. Join AFA. Dot, help me out here, guys. Or org. not Oregon involved today. Sorry about that, guys. It's been a long one. And we'll keep you guys informed.